This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm Jennifer Rizzio, founder of Soul Language, and this is Ask and Answered by Soul, the podcast that is dedicated to providing you with tangible tools to embody your divinity and create a life based on freedom. Each podcast is focused on a topic that will guide you to listening and utilizing your essential nature. During each show, I ask an expert three key questions so you can understand that you're not alone on this journey and that your soul is the key to forming a life full of abundance, purpose, and passion. The goal of each interview It's for you to take away a practice that you can do right now to change your life and understand what assistance is out there in the universe to support you. And I am so excited today because I'm with Lisa Pesnick, and I hope I got that last name correct. Um, (laughs) Thank you. She is a business strategist, an international bestseller, and an a Thrive Global author, a worldwide speaker, an RN, which is, I love that, who takes your business online with excellence, makes it all go to the next level. Her strategies and systems help customers connect and become clients fast. She's studied under the world's best, such as Brendan Bouchard, Bo Eason, and Roger Love. An audience say Lisa has a fiery inspiration, contagious energy, and to the point strategies. And I can check those right off. She does. Her and her husband, Eric, and their team specialize in done-for-you service services with branding, content creation, funnels, and websites with their agency, Infinite Design House. They also offer SEO, blogs, social media, lead generation with their sales booster program. They do all the things you don't know how to do or don't want to do in the online space. Lisa, welcome. I'm so glad to be here. Thank you. So today's title of the show is Truly Soulful Marketing and Content. Um, Mm. But before we get to that topic, I want to ask a question that I ask everyone, Mm. which is, what has your soul shared with you throughout your journey, Lisa? Mm. That... It's all going to work out the way it's supposed to work out. I don't think anything. I, I grew up a planner. Like I had a plan A for the plan B for the plan C. You know, I had a plan for everything. And pretty much nothing in my life worked out the way that I planned it but it worked out exactly the way that it was supposed to happen. So allowing yourself to trust and believe that the universe is working for you, that everything is the way that it's supposed to work out. And it's all going to be the way it's supposed to be. There's a lesson in everything. And when you stop and you give yourself that space to 
allow yourself to go, huh, well, that's not the way that was supposed to go. But look at the gift that I got in that. Life becomes beautiful, so much better. I love that. And I think that's right on target. And I think that people forget to bring that energy into their content, into their marketing, into their online space. I think, you know, there was that big blow up of online marketing. And I think it did a lot of us a disservice by uh, talking to the pain. And then there's been this like turnaround, so to speak, where people are like, we're not talking to the pain, but we're talking to the, the essence of a person. And yet, they're still talking to the pain, right? It's really oh. tricky. So how, how does one really go about understanding how mm-hmm. to really talk from a place of being from the heart, from being soul-centered, and not really being tricked in by talking to the pain? Yeah. You know, we, we make decisions with our eyes and our heart first, and our brain second. So we make emotional decisions. We know that. And you really have to think about where that person is coming from and what they're doing when they're online. So A, I believe everyone, I believe everyone starting a business, everyone putting themselves out there, anyone that is going to be brave enough to step into the world And say, here's who I am. Here's how I'm different. Here's how I'm doing it. Here's what I believe in. Here's how I can help you. Here's how I'm authentic to myself and not doing it like anybody else. Comes from a really vulnerable place to be able to do that. And a really truthful, honest place when they're doing it right. And when someone comes in and they want to go with pain point marketing... I feel like it's like putting salt in a wound or like jabbing a knife deeper in someone because you're playing to all the things that people aren't instead of talking to all the things that people are. We are extremely capable, purposeful people. And that's, we need to start speaking to people's possibility because that is what gets them to believe. That is what gets them to have that connectedness. And belief is everything. When I've I've had the pleasure, as you read in my bio, of being in rooms with six, seven, eight figure, multi-million dollar entrepreneurs, because of some of the mastermind circles that I'm in. And it doesn't matter what is in your bank account. That belief of yourself is something that pops up at any stage, at any level, at any growth, at any transition that you're in. And no one is going to invest in you. No one's going to buy from you. No one's going to do what you want them to do if they don't believe that they're capable of doing it. So when you speak to their lack, when you put salt in the wound, when you twist the knife to try to bully them into making a buying decision, that never feels good for them on the other side. Temporarily, it might feel good for them because they're like, oh, thank God. It's like if you've ever had somebody screaming at you, you're like, I'll do whatever you want me to do so you'll stop yelling at me. Like, whoa. That's essentially what people are doing when they buy from pain point marketing. They're like, dear God, you're making me feel like the crappiest person on the planet. 
I will just buy your thing because I feel so bad about myself. When you start a relationship that way in lack, in breaking somebody down to build them up nonsense, no, we want to start with belief. We want to start with possibility. We want to start with you already have all the tools and skills and capabilities inside of you. I'm just going to show you how to unlock it. I'm going to show you a smarter system or a more time efficient way to do that. I'm going to help you unlock or tap into something you didn't even maybe know how to access. Not that you didn't know that you had and you didn't know how to access. So this pain point marketing is not any way that I ever want to start a relationship with somebody. I don't ever want someone to buy for me because I've made them feel so bad or to, to get me off their back because they're not going to stay. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to do what you want them to do because they don't trust you. They're not going to finish or follow through with whatever you want. And they're certainly not going to speak your praises, tell people, refer people to you. I believe pain point marketing wants the quick sale and the quick hit. I believe aspirational marketing, showing people what's possible You coming from that place of giving people your best and showing up as your best self gives you a longer ROI, a longer bang for your buck. If you want to say you're, you're building a true relationship with somebody and it gives you longevity and it gives you life when you're speaking to their possibility and you're building them up. And why do you you think so many people kind of fall for the really subtle painful marketing? Cause I don't think they know they're being duped. Like <laughs> people are really, I've seen people go, Oh, well, I don't pain point market. And then I read their sales. Cause that's the industry that I'm in. Right. right. I read their sales pages. I, I listen to their, their stuff. And I'm like, Oh, this is pain point. This false urgency and these fake deadlines and these, just the fakeness that that is on the that, that's in the online space people are not actually they're saying one thing and they're doing another thing and i think people just aren't putting the two pieces together they're being caught by the shiny object syndrome they're being caught by the person i can't tell you jen how many times even just like with my friends and people that you know they're posting these pictures of themselves with their spouses or boyfriends or whoever it is and they're like we're so in love and that's all you see on facebook and then like i talk to them and they're like hey we're getting a divorce hey this actually isn't working out and you're like Oh my God, I never knew that you were struggling. I never knew because they didn't let you see that true vulnerability and that truth that was happening. They only let you see the highlight reel. And I think that's what marketing has become. It's become, how can I paint a picture that I want you to believe versus here's who I actually am. And this is what I actually deliver. And this is what I actually do. And here's how I'm actually going to help you. There's so I, much. There, there's I just, just do yeah. not have a poker face enough to, to do that, Lisa, right? Like, I just, you see everything that's going on. Like, I'm consciously transparent. You know, Paul Simon has this uh, line that, you know, something like a, a broken heart is like a window, right? Yeah. Like, I got, like, 
everything is here. I do not know how to hide anything. Same. And so, right? So Same. it is what you get, right? And, you know, if I'm suffering, uh, I can be conscious for my clients and I can be conscious of my marketing, but hey, you're going to know it because I'm going to be upfront with it, right? And I think so often those people who are into that point, point, pain point marketing are really into the facade. They're into creating this life of um, the Instagram life of look how great I am and look how great this is and blah, blah, blah. And yet I think when highly intuitive, highly creative people just pause and lean back and, and put their stuff in a bowl for a moment and go, okay, what am I here, here to see, feel, and understand? Then you can use a lot wiser. You know, yeah. you, you are a master at understanding content, creating content, and really seeing the vision of someone and making that tangible, doing all the stuff that needs to be made for that to be tangible. Yeah, because a trap we get into is we forget where we started. We create content for the fully evolved, fully successful, you know, self that we are. And that's not who we're speaking to. We're speaking to that person that was, if you're your own avatar, you're your own ideal client, which many of us are. You're speaking to yourself 10 years ago. You're speaking to yourself two years ago. You're not, you're not creating content and speaking to something that you can do now. That's so easy for you. You couldn't do two years ago. It was a struggle. And that's who you're speaking to. Like it's, it's, it's downright like rude or, or bullying almost even if you're like, what's the matter with you? Turn the camera on, get on live video, speak your thing. And what's like, what's, what's wrong with you? Like go and do it. You don't remember five years ago when your palms were sweating and you were like, what? I don't even know if I can like go live on Facebook. I can't speak on a podcast. I'm not smart enough. I don't have content. I don't, we just assume that people can operate at the pace that we're operating at or the skill set that we're operating at. We have to remember how to create content for people back at the beginning. Pain point speaks to what the heck's wrong with you. You got to do X, Y, and Z. And if you're not doing that, you're a loser, right? Whereas aspirational is like, Hey, I remember where I was at when I had this challenge and here's what got me through. Here's the steps that I took. It's not, I'm at the top of the mountain and I'm trying to pull you up here with me. It's, I remember when I was at that point of the mountain that you are, and I'm going to coach you through and help you get to that top of the mountain side by side by side with me. Okay, everyone. Just so you know, I firmly believe I don't do pain part marketing. And I just learned something freaking amazing from this woman, right? So I'm going to say it all so you guys can write it down. One, the most important question that you can ask in marketing is, who was I five years ago, a year ago, two years ago, right? And really talk to that bring that stuff forward and go, oh, listen, who was I five years ago? I didn't keep an upgrade energetically. What happened? Spiritual exhaustion. Okay, got it, right? So that question alone could change your marketing immediately. And I think that 
you know, so often what I find with you, Lisa, which I love, is you say these snippets and then I go, oh my God, that needs to be a t-shirt. Oh my God, that needs to be a coffee mug because they're so smart. And I've spent 17 years in marketing and PR, right? Like, and I was the girl who was like, listen, you can't do that, right? They'd be like, well, I'm like, no, you can't do that. That's wrong, right? And so this is, this allows you to really have that true connection, soulful content with your community and keep your soul intact, right? Keep who you are, your essential nature. Yeah, it's really understanding people and connecting to people. And it's, it's, you know, and you hear when people say it's not, your marketing's not about you and it's not about, but like, I don't think people tangibly know what that means. That That's what that means is that you're not creating marketing or doing something to sound cool or sound smart. There's nothing for you to prove. You're already, if you're in that position, if you're already offering coaching, consulting, putting out courses, you're out there. There's nothing left for you to prove. You don't have to prove to someone how successful you are. You don't have to prove to someone how smart you are. It's about them and it's connecting, making sure your content speaks to that exact person, uplifts and inspires that exact person to go, you know what? I want what she has in my life. I want to look like her. I want to speak like her in that way of, I want to find myself in her. So when I say speak like her, I don't mean do it like her. Meaning- not from a point of I'm not enough, but from a point of, wow, I know that there's something inside of me like that. You got it. I want it unveiled and revealed because I know how blissful that could be. Exactly. So it's not, oh my God, she's so confident and I'm such a loser. It's, oh my God, look how well she's how well she's getting her message across. I have a message too. My message is important. And if she can help me get across that message the way that she does, and she can touch people the way she does, and I can do it in my own way, I can have that same result, but do it my way, that's what I want. As opposed to, well, yeah, my crap's not selling because nobody understands it because I'm scatterbrained. Well, yeah, I suck on video because I hate the way I look that's pain pointy. I'm going to help you feel better on video. And I don't know if you look better on video. Who gives a shit what you look like? I care what's coming out of your mouth and the way you're connecting with people. You don't have to always, you know, perfection is boring. To me, it's boring when somebody's saying all the right things and doing all the right things. I'm like, this isn't real. This isn't real. It's not real, and it usually results in a, in a fall, unfortunately, right? Yeah. And then you, you take those programs, you do that stuff, and you're like, I'm still no further because you're not tapping into who you are in an essential nature, which is your freaking bus pass to get where you want to go in this world, right? Yeah, and people that are pain point marketing, they don't even know who they are. We're taking advice from people who, I don't know, I just feel like on a, on a soulful, connected level, does that ever make you feel good 
to talk to someone's pains. No. I don't and think it, it does. No, and it, you know, pain is boring, right? Like we all kind of have the same sort of pain that the details might be different, but connection is what's unique and, and interesting to talk about. And um, so hard to talk about, but yet so easy. So before I ask another question, can we give out your website so everyone knows where to get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's my name, www.lisa, L-I-S-A, P-E-Z-I-K, P-E-Z-I-K, dot com. And then our company is uh, www.infinitedesignhouse.com. So what do you still want to know most from your soul and the divine? Like, like what's me been personally? That, yes, what's been that burning question of you lately? I'm, I'm, um, my biggest thing is practicing non-judgment of myself. So I, I, I'm so clear on how to coach other people. Exactly. We were just talking about, I see your possibility. I see the greatness in you. Um, I, I coach to the, I'm never going to make you feel like you're not worthy or not enough, or you don't belong or your idea is stupid. Like I'm all about the possibility yet. I find when I step into bigger circles, circles that I know are big, I start judging myself that I'm not good enough, that I'm not doing things well enough or fast enough. Like example, I have a TED talk coming up. I know I've shared these things with you. I have um, a solo theater show that's going to be seen and broadcasted and on stages. And I'm going to be stepping onto some large stages with massive platforms. And I'm going to be sharing content that only I can share because they are my experiences, my stories, my unique heart and my unique healing that I went through to be the woman, the mom, the business owner, the wife, the woman that I am today, uh, which is so different. I'm be 40 this year, so different going to 40 than it was in 20 and 30 and you know, my teens. And I want to make sure that even if I put it out, it's like measuring the measuring stick of success. Like everyone doesn't need to love it. Even if I put it, of course, my ego wants everyone to go, oh my God, that was the most impactful TED talk I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Right. Or that really changed me or the solo show. Wow. What an incredible performer. That was an absolutely um, five out of five stars. Absolutely amazing show. Am I going to be okay when I get those people that go, that was the crappiest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life. She's garbage. She's terrible. Because my God, when you put yourself out in these big places, lots of people, hello life, right? Lots of people have lots of opinions about the way you should be. You're too, and that's kind of a theme my whole life. I mean, I was either too much or I was either not enough. And you never knew what day I was going to get from the influences and people that were in my life. 
So I didn't, that led me not knowing how to be because you say I'm too much. You say I'm not enough. You say I'm too this. You say I should be more like this. You say I should be that. And when I step into these bigger circles, I want to know that I'm not going to crumble under the criticism of other people and know that just doing it, I want to, like, I'm almost trying to convince myself, (laughs) like just doing it is success. Like just having the bravery and the courage to do it is the real win. Yeah. Even if everybody hates it. Yeah. That That not enough and too much are the, the, the same sides of a, you know, the same sides of a coin, right? The different sides, but the same coin. And that's about really understanding, you know, that feeling that space within of knowing that you're loved, you're supported, you're provided for, that you are enough internally, right? And allowing that to be kind of your amazing cloak of like goodness. And it takes practice, everyone. And, you know, I think people in the spotlight and people who are up leveling to their spotlight struggle with that. And that's okay, right? You're everyone, you get to be aware of something and then you get to tune in and go, okay, Mm -hmm. let's talk about this. Let's just feel that internal connection that internal knowing that I'm enough and another thing I always tell people who are stepping into the spotlight set the intention to speak to someone's listening doesn't matter if they hate you right and most of the time if they hate you or they or they're that visual of a reaction it's because you hit a nerve Mm -hmm. you did your job right you got through they just don't like it Mm -hmm. so I love that so as we're wrapping up and we're going to our two last questions here, what is the one thing you want people to remember about really soulful marketing, content marketing, that if they remember this one thing, their life would be a lot easier. Their marketing would be a lot more connected and oriented. I always tell people that you don't have to be the expert in your whole entire industry. You just have to be the expert of what you're talking about that day or whatever program, like whatever solution, whatever positive solution you provide, you just have to be the expert. And that term is used so loosely, right? Who says who's an expert and who isn't? But I believe what we do is we put people on pedestals. And we say, oh, well, they're an expert because they've had this much experience or they've spoken on these stages or they've written this book or they've they have something that you feel you don't. So you feel you're not as qualified. Who am I to be? Insert whatever that outcome is. You're not better than anyone else. And you're not less than anyone else. You are you. So you need to show up sharing all of you, your stories, the way you do things, your unique perspective, your unique steps, your unique strategies, your unique whatever it is. And that's enough. I think we spend too much time trying to either A, do it like somebody else, or be talk ourselves into 
I belong in this room. I belong here. I can't tell you early in my career how many, even speaking of those high-level masterminds, how many opportunities I missed to learn because I spent more time trying to convince myself that I belonged in a room than just sitting there and listening and learning and connecting and actually being present and being there in that room. Like you got to go make a sales video or you got to get on a sales call or you got to get on a connection call and you're still thinking, is this person going to I think I'm stupid. Are they going to think I'm qualified enough? Am I going to say a dumb thing? Should I really be charging that? What happens when I get to the part where I say how much my thing costs and then their face goes weird and then, oh my God, I should have never said that. We waste so much precious energy trying to convince ourselves that we're enough and that we belong and that we're smart enough. You are already enough. You already have it. Don't waste that energy trying to convince yourself. Be present in the moment speaking as the expert of whatever it is that day that you're speaking about, whether it's in person, on a stage, on a Zoom call, on a podcast, wherever it is, like be confident in who you are and what you've been through and what you know, because someone is looking for that information or that person that you're talking to needs that information. The, the proving it's it's already, you don't need to prove. It's already done. It's already done. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. Just show up and be you, everyone. So my last question is, if you were a magnet on whatever you call your higher powers refrigerator, <laughs> what would your magnet say? Oh my gosh. You get me to think my type A brain just goes when you ask me. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Okay. So if I were a magnet on my higher powers fridge. Yeah. What would your magnet say? What would my magnet say? For me personally, yep. my magnet would say, don't forget that I'm here. And that oh. I'm always, I am always, you are never alone. I am always available for you 24-7, every moment of the day. You are never, ever, 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 ever alone. I love that. Well, Lisa, I want to thank you so much for chatting with us today and providing all of your amazing knowledge. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I made notes, which is really cool. Thank you. Thank you. I just adore you and the work that you do. And you always get me thinking in different ways. So thank you for the wonderful questions you asked. I'm so excited. Everyone, you've been listening to Ask and Answered by Soul with Jennifer Rizzio. The Ask and Answered by Soul podcast is dedicated to helping you understand that your soul is the answer. If you're interested in learning more about the answers of your soul, you can secure your free sacred practice tool at soullanguage.us forward slash sacred practice. Please feel free to share this podcast with your community, leave a comment, write a review, or contact me directly. Most importantly, contact my amazing guests. You won't be sorry. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, the Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. 
If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, the interview. Electric acid.